Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. I hope y'all had an amazing and awesome Monday. Today is Tuesday. Hmm. The week is just beginning. But today is Tuesday. So today I'm going to try to finish up my story about how the devil almost took how what, what I think it's about because then I have to write stuff that how the devil almost almost stole my mind. And I was talking about where I was in a shelter and you know my son was very sick at the time. Was sick, right? Yeah. He had epilepsy and other stuff going on. Epilepsy seizures and stuff and um and I had to get his medicine because when we was we were staying in the hotel, but you know, we lost the hotel because of Harvey and we was in this shelter. So and they, you know, Red Cross was there, so they had me get his medicine from Walgreens. I didn't have, I didn't even have a car, so they went to go pick it up for me. I, oh, I think Walgreens brought it to me. I can't remember, but somehow they, we got his medicine and stuff. And then, lo and behold, um, school had not school started, but school was like you know, getting back into the groove. School had posted had started in August, but you know it didn't because of the hurricane and stuff. And then some of my kids went back to school. It was very hard because we had to get up in the morning and the bus would come pick them up. But the good thing about that, since I worked at the school where my kids went to, we get Uber. So um they pay for us to get to they paid Uber for us, so we got Uber. They Uber us to, to work and they Uber us back. And, you know, if we was going to be late, we had to call, let them know. Like, you know, you had to be in before 10, I think. So, doing all this whole idea, my kids was happy, calm, cool, and collect. I'm over here stressing, worrying myself crazy, thinking the worst. Like, I was, you know, just so upset with God. Just pissed off with God. Like, mad. So, while we at this shelter, everybody just like, oh, your kids so well. Man, are they or something? Yeah, thank you. And then one lady's like, just telling me, stop worrying about this. You got your kids together. Y'all safe. Y'all this and that. All the other stuff can be replaced. You know, people died. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's nothing like having your own. So I was like, yeah, no. Because I didn't want to hear all that. So I was like, yeah, I know. So we went on and, um, went on. And then we ran across this, uh, a lady that worked for Red Cross. She was like, you know, like I could just say like a angel spot. So she like took me and my kids up on her wing or whatever. And um so I was like, okay, you know, you know, she just opened her, you know, baby pretty much opened herself up to if I me and my kids needed anything, she was there for us and stuff like that. So um she would take me. So I was like one day it had got to the point where I just I was working two jobs at the time. I got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm sick of this. I'm tired. I'm sick of working two jobs. Because I was, because I had stressed myself. I know I was stressing myself out. So, I had to um, let one of them go. So, on my way to work one day, I was, had, they had called an Uber and the Uber came and got me. And this man was driving. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Because I know I was tired, but I, this man was falling asleep at the wheel. I asked this man, do you need me to drive? He said, no, I got to say, honey, because you about to kill me. I'm not ready to meet Jesus. You know, he was just laughing. I'm like, I ain't laughing. 
that was not raised me Jesus at that moment. Yes, even though I was stressed and I told God I was sick of life, I was done. I'm just want to kill myself. I just, even though I told you, I was not ready. So, ready to cut it off quick. So, I was like, okay. And then, we kept on. Then, like, one day, we had to go around looking for, we had to um, go looking for a place to stay. You know, this place for us to stay. So, it was, it was a, Ooh, but the shelter was like a nice, a nice neighborhood. So I was like, oh, I can move in this. Now move over here. These, these are some nice areas. So I was like, okay. My kids still at the same school. Blah, they blah. Everything was convenient because I didn't have a car. So I said, hmm, I could do Uber. not that much, but I can walk to the store and, you know, this and that, whatever. And then went to go put in the application. I didn't put in my application, put down the, the application fee and deposit, all that type of stuff. Um, you have a broken lease. We can't approve it. And that right there pissed me off. I was like, you know what? God, I'm trying to get a place for me and my kids. You know, I was, I was at my wits. I was like, you know what? I can't get nothing. That's all I just said. I can't get nothing. I am tired. I am pissed off. I was like, I'm not. I'm, I gave up on looking. I'm like, you looking? Yeah. Even though I wasn't, I was, even though I told them I was, I was not looking. Because I was like, how can... I'm trying to do what I can do, and God is not opening up those doors. Like Jesus, you is really, you really doing a number on Felicia. So <laughs> that's all I can say. And then one day I didn't go to work. One day I just got up. One of my uh, my son was sick. He had a seizure that mid morning. Couldn't go to couldn't, he couldn't go to school. So I was like, you know what? I just got up in that morning. Wait before I got to that point. So. Before I get to that point, if I tell you this, I was in this shelter, and you know, um, my sister had called me. She was like, "Felicia, are you okay?" You know, you know, when I whatever she just said, "Felicia, you okay?" Whatever. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." She said, "You out there by yourself?" I'm out here by myself. I said, "So I just said, so what you trying to tell me?" Jesus came back and got everybody and just left me and my kids say, yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, yeah. And then she was like, well, you know, Houston's so hard. That's why I didn't stay out there. There's no job. There's no nothing. So I was like, hmm. And I, I, she almost talked me out my blessing. You know, I'm like, keep going. So we just sitting there talking and stuff like that. She was like, yeah. So then by that time, she was like, please, you out there, you know. I was like, yeah, it's okay. You know, it is what it is. So by that time, I guess whatever she happened to call my mom. My mom called her, whatever, however. And I was like, she called me mom. I was like, what the hell? Like, what? Like, really? I don't want to deal with this. Don't want to deal with it. Like, I really didn't want to deal with it. I'm sick of this. You know, I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't want to deal with issues. So, my mom called me. Please, what are you doing right now? I just, you know, I told her what's going on, whatever. She said, I was like, if it get that bad, that's exactly what I said. If it get that bad, I come, I come back home. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. If you get that bad, I'll come back on. I was like, I said, but it's okay. We are okay. I'm fine. You know, I'm like, I'm, you know, whatever. I was not going to go back to Louisiana. I'll tell you that. But uh, I'm like, it's okay. I'm fine. We'll be all right. You no, know, I'm just telling her that. I'm like, this is some BS, but whatever. Houston hard. There's no jobs. Ever since I came out here, I've had like one, two, three, five new jobs. There's no jobs. So I was like, and I had to wait, did my pros and cons. If I go back to Long Beach, my son gets sick, that means I gotta go to Dallas, there's gas, there's missing work, blah, blah, blah. 
I stay out here, my son gets sick. Boom, downtown. They got the best children doctor, best children hospital. That's the best hospital. That's stuff for my kids to do. We ain't got to go all the rich people. We ain't got to go over here to do this tile and all this stuff. We can do stuff right in the city of Houston. So I have to wait for my son's okay. So when I got up that morning, my son had a seizure. I was like, okay. I said, okay, I'm going to find me a place. I had made it on my mind. I didn't care what my system, the fact said, my mom had said. I was like, I'm staying out here. That's just that. Because I, I kept hearing what my son told me. If you go back, I'm going to die. I'm going to turn to a pillow. So I was like, I can't have that. So I'm going to make it work. You know, I got to stop running. Stop running for my pop. I got to make it work. Meaning, like, I got to see what I can do. I just, just take, a, take a leap or take a step. I believe Jesus will help me. So I was like, Jesus, you got to help me. I just told him, I said, you got to help me. You got to show me that you got me. So this lady had called me. It was like apartment location. She said, go to these apartments and blase blase. So the lady that um, was at the Red Cross shelter that like, pretty much took me and my, you know, took us up on her wing. She was like, oh, I'll take you, whatever. I was like, okay. So we went to the apartment. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to hear no BS about you had a broke. I didn't want to hear none of that. Because <laughs> I had always said to my mind, I don't want to hear none of that. And my mind was scared. I was nervous. I was like, what if they tell me this and that? And that Red Cross was like, if you get the part, we'll pay you two, pay two months up, pay the power, pay whatever you need, we'll pay it. Like that. I was like, okay. That's what I'm going to pay for. So I just, you know, you got to just kind of see what's going on. I got I to gotta do what I got to do. So. Went to the apartment. So I'm like, oh, these nice. I would never thought of no apartment back here. And she was like, well, they built these apartments back when the first flood had happened. I think she said, I got some, I don't know, one, one of them hurricanes, they had built these apartments back here. Whatever. So this, this is like a small public complex, but it's very quiet. She just told me. So we went to these apartments. Went to the, she said, I'm gonna, I got a room. I got, no, I'm going to show you the apartment. What it looked like. I was like, okay. So I to look at it. I was like, wow. And what made it so bad? The apartment looked just like the apartment that I had when I first left their dad. I mean, like, it looked, it, it mimicked everything about it. The only thing you don't have is, like, the washing dryer is not in the house. You don't have, like, the long hallway. And it don't have, um, it don't have a, um, it's a lot of, it, but it mimicked. It just, it looked identical. I was like, well. And the apartment that I stay in now is six something, that's I'm gonna say. But the other apartment that stayed along you, it was six something. Every apartment that I had, it always started with a six, like six something. The other apartment I had was six twenty four. The other apartment I stay now is in six something. So I was like, what the hell? You know me, stop trying to. Think. I said, what did God brought me back to this place? Cause I didn't learn something back then. So I was like, see, like I'm like, yeah. My son was in my feet like, he's like, yeah, I was like, I want my kids to have their own room. I mean, like, I want a three-bedroom, three-bedroom, two-bedroom. That is my, that was, that's what I was looking for because I want everybody comfortable. I want my own room so I can have my peace, my sanity, and all that type of stuff. But I was like, okay, a two-bedroom. So I guess I can make it work. That's all I was saying. Because in in, at that point, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm over it. I'm done. So we get to the apartment, lady. She, I was telling her, you know, we stay in the shelter, and I stay in a hotel for three and a half years. She was like, "Do you have all the receipts?" I said, "Yes, I do. I kept everything, and they can print me out a copy, whatever." And she said, "I need a copy of check the blah blah blah." So she said, "I can do it now." I was like, "Okay." So I did it. <laughs> no. 
did what I had to do. I didn't put nothing down. Let me tell you how God, good God is. Put nothing down. Nothing. So she was like, okay. So we stayed there. We did the, updated the application. She said, you can fill out right now. I was like, right now? She said, yeah, right now. So I filled it out. I was like, in my mind, I was like, whatever. So she did my credit. You know, she did my check my credit, whatever. She said, oh, yeah, broke it. So when she said that, like, forget it. I'm done. But she said, oh, don't worry about it. Because it's about to fall off. It's going to fall off. So don't worry about it. It's going to fall off. I was like, she said, that's not, she said, you just might have to pay an extra deposit, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. I was like, okay. And then she said, oh, you approved. So that Friday, I got approved for the apartment. And that Saturday, I moved in. Take point. I moved in. I was like, woo. Moved in. Two months paid for. I had money in my pocket because the lady from the Red Cross gave us. Every time she comes see us, she would always come see me and the kids. She always give like $200, $300 or whatever. She just threw money at us or whatever. Thank you, Jesus, for that. That was nothing but favor. Um, Then she looked up. She bought me and my kids a car. It was a 2008 Nissan. I had that car for, we moved here in 2017, somewhere up in there. And I just recently got rid of it because the motor was about to blow up on me. So I had to do what I had to do. But I drove that car like it was a Cadillac, my dream car. So I'm um, driving my, my new car like it's a Cadillac too. So I was like, okay. And then, so, you know, I'm still talking about the mind. Even though I had moved into this place, even though I had moved into this place, my mental health was still suffering because I was still in denial. I could not drive to work wherever I had to go without having somebody on the phone. I could not drive. I couldn't do it because in my mind, it was always what if the what ifs. What if this happened? What if that happened? Or what if, you know, all the what if I was too afraid to leave my kids. You know, it was just like I can't leave my kids because those are my kids. I'm going to have to my kids. <laughs> You know, something happened to me, he would take care of my kids. So those thoughts that rolled in my mind for the longest. I mean, one time I was on, if y'all from Houston, y'all probably know, but I was on 290, getting ready to go to work. I was working at our nursing home, you know, at a senior citizen living, I ain't gonna care, whatever. Senior citizen, um, sent up for me a place or whatever. And I was on my way to work. I think I had to be at work for six. So I was like, okay, I gotta get up and go, whatever. And what I do? What did Felicia do? Felicia backed off of 290. Because Felicia started feeling funny. Felicia heart started racing. Felicia just like, I can't do this. Not today. Backed off 290 and went home. Then when I got here, my kids like, what you doing here? I said, I can't go to work. I can't. So I had to call my supervisor to let, let them know that I was going to be late. Or whatever. Because I couldn't do it. Woo! That mind had me like, I was about to lose it. I was like, I can't do it. I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Even though I knew I could do it. But in my mind, I was like, I cannot do it. Not today. I can't do it. So she was like, okay. And then I went on to um, I went on to work. But it was hard for me to do it. So it was like, what's, what's wrong? And I, you know, I tell people, like, I have you know, I deal with anxiety. Whatever. I was like, ugh. So I couldn't. I just couldn't. Even when I leave work, I had to talk to somebody. Because... It was just something about my mind where it wouldn't shut off. So I kept dealing with the mind, being in denial. Oh, it's, it's okay. I'm okay. It's nothing wrong with my mind. 
people tell us, but you know, we take medicine. No, I'm not taking no medicine because I told God a long time ago I did not want to take medicine. He will have to help me get through this because I'm not taking no medicine because I didn't want to be the type of person on medicine that's going to be doped up, drugged out, you know, not being myself. I want to be myself, meaning like I want to be myself with my kids. I didn't want to be, if I didn't have my medicine, I'd be like, cuckoo for cocoa puffs so i didn't want to be that person i told god that because i was like i don't want to have to depend on medicine. i don't want to have to do that i just didn't want to i said god you gotta help me because if you don't help me then i'm gonna lose it for sure i would lose my mind so i was like okay going on with my life and i got another job and i um couldn't drive i mean one time i was driving on 1960 turned around hmm, turned a turned in the middle of the streets didn't even care. Come around, came back home. Couldn't do it. Made to work late. I, when people knew I dealt with it, but it was like I, I was like I'm, I didn't want to say. It. I'm, I'm like I'm not going to therapy. I'm not. Go, I'm not crazy. I'm not none of that. I'm not gonna go to that bull crap. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with me. It's probably because I'm you no know, sugar or whatever. I knew that sugar was a trigger, so I couldn't eat sugar. Like if I want to eat sugar or something, it would have to be like a weekend where I can, where my body can relax it. You know, I'm just stressing the word about everything, anything. My mind would not shut off for nothing. When shut off, I was like, what the? So one day, um, I was on my way to take one of my kids to the doctor. And I was worried about, because, you know, work. I was sick of that job. I was just worried about everything. Like, things not going the way I wanted to go. My business was not doing what I wanted to do. My podcast was not where I wanted to be because I wanted to be on a radio station, somebody platform, somewhere. It was just like, I just wanted to call it quits. I was at my break. And this when I knew I needed some help. So I was on my way to take one of my kids to the doctor. I had to pull over. I didn't have enough money. But gas, well, I did have money, but I didn't want to spend the money, so I was like, I got to put gas in the car, but we got to run out, got to pull over, and I saw myself, I saw Felicia, in this, in my car, breaking every window in the car, like, with my bare hand, that's how, that's how I knew, like, I was at my breaking point, where I was like, I'm about to just snap, and these people going to probably think I'm crazy, probably take my children, I don't know. But even though it was older, but still, I was like, I don't buy. I just, I saw myself, literally saw myself getting out the car. Because I was at the gas station, just going out and just hitting every glass in my, every window. Smashed every window in my car. So my son was like, Mom, what's wrong? And I was telling him, he said, Mom, stop it. Stop this. And I was like, he said, Mom, I know it's hard. I know this. I was just like, I'm just sick of it. So while he said his appointment, I got on the phone. And I said, I need some help. I really, truly need some help. I need some help because my mind won't shut off. <laughs> it just won't shut off. So, I'm like, I ain't crazy. So, I found this black therapist. And ever since that day, I've been getting help. Help with my mind. Help me learn how to just shut up. Because all my life and all this time, I've been thinking the negative. What if this happened? Or what if that happened? So, I was thinking all the time negative and I go to therapy yes just because I go there don't mean I don't have bad days yes I have bad days like I tell you a bad day but now I have have affirmations I know if my mind get the going I know how to hey you a lie <laughs> tell the devil I go back to the pits of hell or whatever but it took me 
it took me to realize it took me to realize that I had a problem with my mind and she was like well I'm going to put you on medicine she prescribed the medicine and took the medicine because I don't want to take the medicine not because um, I don't think I'm good at tissue no because I feel like I don't need it with the help of Jesus I can conquer anything so I was like okay so one day I was on my way to work and I could just feel it like coming so I would call somebody or whatever so then one day I this is how you know people say that oh girl I got you I'm your friend oh, let me tell you the devil Jesus sometimes tell you this sometimes the devil just use them whatever so I was talking to this one lady and I was like okay yeah you know, and when she told me something, she was like, all mental health people lie, they got me. Because I was like, you know what? I could don't tell people my business or whatever. But when she said that, then when she said, oh, you are, I like, she said, oh, you a bookcase? Like, I'm a bookcase study? I was like, so I just stopped talking to the person. Because for one, just because I deal with mental health don't mean you're supposed to, you have that authority and that ability to throw it back in my face. And that hurt me because I was like, what the devil? But I, this is where I messed up it. I had stopped talking to this person, but then I let this person back in because I'm the type where I like to be a people pleaser and try to get people second chance. But boo boo, since I've been going to therapy, all that has changed. Um, because my son told me one day, he said, "Mama, when you get to the point where you don't care about people, you don't care at all." And I said, "Don't say." He said, "You do. When you get to the point where you don't care, you don't care." I said, "Hey, I'm sorry." I just have to protect my peace. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are days when I have problems going to work. But when I get in my car, I have to physically, my therapy told me how to do it. Like, make sure, I make sure my car smells good. I have gum in the car. I have my music. And then when they feel like it's coming, I take, like, deep breath. Sometimes I just get the prayer. Speaking in tongues and just tell the devil, he might get the hell out of my car or whatever and going back to the piece of hell. But um, I had yesterday I had a bad day. Yesterday I just stressed all day, like I couldn't get it out of my mind. So don't think that oh, but she got it going together. She, um, you know, the devil still messes with my mind. I have to sometimes I have to just sometimes I let it run its course. But then sometimes I like I can't do this, so I'm tired or whatever the case may be. It's like the devil had me to where I thought I was crazy. I was. It was so bad to where I couldn't even walk inside my own apartment. It was bad where I couldn't even drive. So now I can get in my car and pretty much drive places without even having to call nobody. I can pretty much get in my car and be like, okay, I'm going to go to the store. I, go, I just cannot even go to the, just the, corner, the store around the corner from where I said. Couldn't even do that because that mind had me thinking, what if something happen? What if this happened? What if that So I, I couldn't do it. I always would ask my kids to go to the store. Sometimes I get an attitude with them and act act done with them like why y'all can't go to the store with me get mad at them because I want to go to the store with me but I'm I thank God because I'm getting better each day is a stepping stone each day I have I have to look at my affirmations and say them to myself and know that I'm not gonna always suffer with this even if I have to suffer with this always God is always there for me he's gonna always give me a way to escape even though I'm like what the like, I told Jesus, I said, he could have gave me something else. But then I thought, like, he could have gave me something else and I might not been here. But I was like, okay, I deal with this. So, that's my story of how the devil almost stole my mind. Almost had me in left field. And when I tell you, your mind is powerful, that mind is 
something else. And I can go on and on and on about your mind, but I'm not going to do it today. I might do it tomorrow. I'll tell you how the mind operate, how the mind, how one minute you can be thinking something good and all of a sudden something is coming. But you also have to know that the enemy come to kill and destroy. And you also have to know that the mind, how the mind works. And I know how that mind works because I've been through it. I was like, how you, one day I just told, I wish I could just take my mind out of my head and just put it to the side because it's like my mind went shut off. Like it just kept going, thinking about this and then it just went shut off. And I was like, why my mind won't shut off? But yesterday was a horrible day. I was depressed. I was sad. I was like, I'm sick of life. I was just done, you know? But today I woke up at four o'clock this morning working on my business do what I have to do. So today is a better day. Don't never get it twisted. Don't think that I have it all together because I don't. I get on here to tell y'all my life, my story. So that way y'all don't have to, that way you don't think that you're alone. You're not alone. I used to think that I was alone, but you're not alone. Mental health is real. And if you need help, I don't care what people say. You know how they always say about black people. Black people think you don't need help about your mental health. If you need to go get some help, go get some help do it i did if i didn't i think i would have would have had a nervous breakdown i really truly would have because that mind is something else so thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast on today i hope you have an amazing and awesome tuesday and just know i don't know what i'm going to talk about next but i will keep you posted so until next time y'all be blessed and just know your mind can have you places where you don't want to go. Till next time, be blessed.